Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Spirit and Truth Worship Center podcast. My name is Joshua Koppel, and I'm the administrator pastor at SJWC, as well as the hyphen pastor for young adults. Today, I would like to talk to you about a season of restoration. My scripture focus today comes from the book of Ezra. I'll be using Ezra 9, 7 through 9. It reads as follows. From the days of our ancestors until now, our guilt has been great. Because of our sins, we and our kings and our priests have been subjected to the sword and captivity, to pillage and humiliation at the hands of foreign kings as it is today. So the book of Ezra is not starting off in a good place at this point. But now, for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us a remnant and giving us a firm place in his sanctuary. And so our God gives light to our eyes and a little relief in our bondage. Though we are slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage. He has shown us kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of our God and repair its ruins. And he has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. Ezra is a great book to read. There are only 10 chapters, and I believe it's one of the greatest books of the whole Bible. Ezra comes to us from the Old Testament, and at this point, the Jewish people have returned to where they are able to build the temple again. They've been in captivity in Babylon because they weren't listening to God. They were off doing whatever they wanted after their own heart. And because of that, God allowed them to fall into captivity at the hands of the kingdom of Babylon. Now, at this point, the Persian kings are who, who are in charge of the whole world. They're the top of all of society at this point. Now, the Persian kings, actually, they're not Christian. They're not Jewish, but they do have hearts that are malleable by God. So they're allowing God to move on them. And these kings are actually lending a hand to the Jewish people saying, we want you to go and build your temples again. We want you to go and build places of worship again. We want you to go and serve your God. And there's even kings in these passages who actually give money from their own treasury in order for God's temple to be rebuilt. Now, the book of Ezra is not without its villains. There are people in this book who come against the people of God, who come against the Jews and keep going back to the king saying, look, the problem is Jerusalem is dangerous. It's rebellious. If you allow them to rebuild, they'll create a kingdom. They'll say they're powerful. They'll say they're better than you and they'll start an uprising. So they keep trying to, to cause this, this type of anger from the kings towards the people of God, but it, it doesn't come to anything in these books. It, it sometimes causes issues, but in the end, the people of God are able to go ahead with this plan with the blessing of the kings. So it's an awesome book to read. I encourage you to read it. But for today, I just want to talk to you about a season of restoration. So seasons of restoration, they come up at peculiar times in our lives. I'm thinking about Job. Now, when Job has all these horrible things happen, all these issues... His, his money, his kids, his family, his, his flocks, everything is just wiped away. All these things disappear. And he's sitting there with his three best friends as all of them try to figure out what's the answer. Why are you having all of these problems? And they're just trying to point out what's going on in order to give him, maybe if he has the answer, he can find a solution. But as we know, 
God is not punishing Job at this point for being a bad person, which is kind of what his friends are saying, but he's allowing the devil a little bit of rain in order for God to have more glory. Because when we look at Job's life and we see all these things taken away, the devil says, oh, if you take his stuff away, he's going to curse you. He's going to be against you. He's going to hate you. But as we watch the story of Job at the end, it ends very well. He restores, God restores everything to Job's life. All of it comes back. And even more so, even more comes back than what he originally had. So the point is, when we have these seasons of restoration, it doesn't mean there are seasons where we have our lives restored to a better time in a great time. It means sometimes we're struggling. We're in moments where we could give up. We could just sit down and twiddle our thumbs and say, you know what, life's unfair, God's against me, the world's against me, my friends are telling me everything's bad, this is, this is just not a good time. Now, what I want to come with with this word today and tell you is that you choose how you view life and you choose how you react to it. So you can view these moments in your life where you have a break, where you have downtime, where you have moments where you have setbacks. You can choose these moments as seasons of restoration where you humble yourself, where you pray more, where you read the Bible more where you speak to people about godly things more, where you dig deeper and you allow God to restore yourself back to what he originally had you planned. You can have that or you can just sit and like Job's friends say, you can just blame God and you can just sit around moping and being sad and worrying about what's going to happen and just saying, you know what, my life's done. It's, it's not working out. But I'm coming to tell you today, a season of restoration is a beautiful moment in your life. Now, restoration, according to Merriam-Webster, or the word restore, means to put again in possession of something. So when we're talking right now about a season of restoration, I'm talking about allowing your life to be put again in God's possession. Because we all know that we are just stewards of everything that we have. God is in control of our lives, and he always will be. Now, we do have free will, and you do have the choice and you have decisions that you can make to either stray from God or get closer to God. But now, I'm telling you, restore yourself in these moments. Restore your life. Put your life in God's hands. Allow God the place on the throne of your life that he deserves. He deserves to be at the very top. He deserves to be in charge, in control of your life. Now, we all know throughout all of the days, there's 365 days in a year, and we know that there's a lot of struggles. There's a lot of distractions. Different things rise and fall in our lives. Sometimes work somehow pushes God off his throne and work gets in the way. Sometimes your schooling pushes God out and it's in the way. Sometimes it's a relationship with someone else. There are times where we lose track and we kind of shift our attentions and where we kick God off the throne. We know that. But there are also seasons of restoration where we can restore ourselves. God did not create you to serve something else. He didn't create you to worship another God. God created you to worship. God created you to praise him, to honor him, to give him all the glory in your life. So if you will take moments and you'll restore your relationship with God, and you'll allow seasons of restoration when they could be seasons of darkness or seasons of struggle or, or horrible times in your life, if you will allow a season of restoration, you'll be much better off with your relationship with God and you'll be in a much better place to reach out and help someone else.
Because when you restore your relationship with God, you can help others restore theirs as well. It's hard to reach out and help someone else when you yourself are hurting. But when you are allowing God to be in control of your life, you can reach out to someone else and say, hey, it's, it's happened for me. I've allowed God to be number one in my life, and now my life is better. My life is blessed. And yes, struggles are going to come, but I know my God is able and my God is in charge. That's what you can do. You can be like Job to where God will restore everything that you may have thought you lost, but God can restore those things. Today, we live in a society that is not of God. It's not a Christian society, but in this society, it does offer times of reprieve. There are times where we're not able to go places. There are times where maybe you get injured and you're stuck at home on recovery. There are times where maybe you you don't you don't get that job and now you're you're still in your same job and you're wondering, "Well, God, why didn't you bless me with that?" There are different times where you could see it as a setback or as something different, but I'm telling you today, I'm encouraging you today, take advantage of these seasons of restoration and grow closer to God. I want to encourage you to read your Bible deeply, study more. I'm going to encourage you to pray daily and linger. Wait, wait on the Lord. Every once in a while, we all feel it where we know God is trying to talk to us. I want to encourage you right now in that moment, be quiet, meditate, let the Lord speak. Let him talk to you. We all know our needs. We know our desires. We know what we're praying for. But let's allow God in those moments to speak to us. Reach out to other believers. Talk to them about God. Let us not always reach out for the impact of negative emotions. But let's also reach out to what we're excited about. When you're reading something in the Bible and it fires you up, it stirs you up. Reach out to a friend say, hey, I just read this. I just read this in the book of Job. And man, this, this really got me excited. I want to do more for God. Reach out for those reasons too. We know it's important to reach out when we're hurting, but I'm also telling you there's times when you're restoring your relationship where you need to be on fire and you need to help someone else be on fire. Let's do that together. Choose now, choose today to be restored and to go through the season of restoration that you are in fully. God loves you and he desires his place as your heavenly father. So let him return to the throne of your life today and give it everything you've got. Dig in deep. Take full advantage of this season that you are in so that when you get in the next one, you have all the lessons from the last season and you're ready to do greater work still for the Lord and you're ready to bless others. In Jesus' name. God, I pray today that these people, under the sound of my voice, would be restored, God. I pray if their relationship feels weak with you, that it would be stronger. And I pray, God, that if they feel that they're at their strongest ever, that you would show them a new level, God. Bring them even higher, Lord. Because we know, Jesus, that you see our potential. You see everything that we could become and everything that we could have, Lord Jesus, when we're tied to you, when we're working and serving under you, God. So I pray right now that we would allow a full restoration in our spirit, in our relationships, in who we are in Christ, and that everyone under the sound of my voice, God, would step up, Lord, that they would grow more in this season, and that they would be ready, Lord, for every battle, and for every victory, and for everything that's coming in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless, church. Have a great day.